Hey guys, welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Uh, today I'm the host, I am joined by my good friends Ethan and Noah. How's it going? Alright, how are you guys doing? How was your week so far? Well, um, mine's been alright. It's, you know, we're we're winding up at the end of the school year here, so things are going to be hectic no matter what. Right. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of big projects coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty excited for that. That's how my week's been. Right, right. What about you, Noah? My week's been a little chaotic. Uh, mm. Had some assignments to do, like an essay to write, on top of all the other projects I'm trying to do right now. Right. So that's been fun, but I'm all right. We're all busy this week, apparently. I mean, I had a big thing yesterday. Ethan had a big thing recently. Well, yep. for me and Ethan, we have like three weeks of school left. So uh, yeah, that too. Anyway, that's. I think that's enough. Enough small talk. I, I think I heard all I need to hear. Well, <laughs> um, Mr. Judge is quick with it. All right. Yeah. So today's topic um, is something I just came up with at probably like in the middle of the night as I was laying in bed because that's where all my ideas come from. Um, yeah, that's where all the good thoughts come from. It's the middle of the night. So I was thinking we would do paranormal stuff. All right. Oh, now I know Ethan. Fucked. I know, Ethan, you play a lot of Faz, but do you believe in ghosts in, like, real life? So, that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty good question, actually. Um, I would say, in terms of, like, the way we perceive ghosts, so that's the question, like, because people perceive ghosts as either friendly, they see them as, like, like they're, oh, they're invisible, you can't see them. Some people mm-hmm. say, oh, you can see them. And then some people are like, oh, they're demons sent from hell trying to kill us all. So it all depends on, like, the different uh, perspective you have. For right. me, my perspective on them is basically like they're just they're just here. They they don't really have a choice. And I would say yes, I do believe in them because if you just see a dog or a cat staring at something that's not even there, right. you're you're automatic goosebumps. Mm-hmm. What about you, Noah? What is your thoughts on the topic in general? Of- uh, I think paranormal activity is definitely. A scary thing. I've actually had it, a few run-ins with it. All right, good. That's yeah. that's what we want to hear. That's what the topic's about is our run-ins. I know Distractable yeah. did a general paranormal video where they talked about different ghosts that are well known, like the boob ghosts. I think there was one. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it was basically just like a ghost that had giant boobs. Ah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, no, but that's not what we're talking about today, though. Um, is with our personal experiences with ghosts. Um, but I'll let either one of you go first. I have a uh, bunch, Noah, if you want to go ahead and start. I have a bunch, too, so... Alright, I'm going first, then. So, um, the... So, this this one's pretty creepy. I've, I think I've told... I've told a lot of people this, but I can't remember who I've told and who I haven't. Mm-hmm. So, basically... I'm sitting at home alone. I'm like, I want to say I'm like 15 or so. It was, it was a while ago. Um, I'm sitting at home. I'm in my room. Just to make this clear, I'm up. So it, my room's located upstairs. And if you go outside my room, there's a staircase right there. So it's basically, it's just right there as you enter the room. I'm sitting <clears> in my room playing some type of game. I can't remember what game it was. Um, and I believe I had a dog and a cat at the time. Because I, I have six cats now and no dog. But I had a, I had a dog and a cat at, this, uh, at that time. 
My cat was somewhere downstairs. I can't remember where she was. Uh, but my dog was in my room. And I'm playing this game, and all of a sudden, so I have my my brother's uh, room is right next to mine. And his door's kind of, like, broken. You have to, it's one of those pushing doors. You have to push it and then push it closed, and it doesn't lock or anything. Um, so it's just a pushing door, and it makes a lot of noise. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I hear his door slam shut, and it was open. It was, like, it's, I hear it slam shut. And I know my dog heard it because she, like, perked up and was like, what was that? And so I'm like, oh, that's not good. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking someone's broken into the house, right? So I'm like, crap, this is not going to go well. So I carefully, like, lean my ear against the door of my door. And I'm just like, okay, if I hear it again, I'm getting a shotgun. I don't have a shotgun. I'm like, I'm going to get a weapon. If I don't hear it again, maybe, I don't know, maybe we're both hearing things. And so I wait there a couple seconds, don't hear anything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit back down. I'm about to put my headphones on, and I hear the door open. Now, you need a good amount of force to open the door. It's not like a cat could just push the door open and be like, okay, I'm, I'm in now. I hear the door open, right? And again, my dog heard it too because she perked up. I go out my door with, I think I had scissors. I don't know what I had. I had some type of weapon though. I go outside and I look in my in the dark abyss of my brother's room. And of course, I like every horror movie ever. I'm like, hey, is anyone there? And all of a sudden, the door slams shut as soon as I say that. And I'm just like, nope, nope, nobody, nope. So I go back in my room, close the door, and I'm like, I'm just going to, I watch the door. I, for a straight hour, I watched the door. There was no windows open. There was no draft. There was no nothing. There was no explanation for that one. All right. Um, based on the spook factor, that, that gives you, uh, let's say, a good five points. Does it give him right. another point if I have goosebumps? If you have goosebumps, you're not the judge. <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Noah, you said you had a few stories. Let's just hear one of yours. Yeah, all right, so uh, one night I was younger, I was maybe like eight, maybe nine, and at the time I wasn't living where I currently am. Mm. Back then I was living in a uh, Mexico, and I swear to God, if you people say Mexico, I'm going to kill you. Um, so, while I was living there, uh, like, ever since I was born, I had this bed that I had gotten from my uncle, and it was like a bunk bed kind of thing. On the bottom, I had this um, couch that you could, like, fold into a bed. And that's how... I slept, basically. So one night, I'm in the bed, and I had some kind of dream. Don't remember what, but scared the living hell out of me, so I woke up. And I look around, and I'm like, okay, everything looks normal. Just a bad dream. Then out of the corner of my eye, I see this black figure that looks like a dog. And I'm like... Uh, do we have a black dog? And then I remembered, no, we didn't have a black dog because the last one we had died. So I look at it again and I'm just like, huh. And when I look this time, I see this pair of just like yellow eyes. And I look, I rub my eyes 
And after I rub my eyes, it's gone. Alright. And ever since that night, I haven't really slept since. Or at least slept normally. Alright. Now, do you, you said you had a black dog uh, before that yeah. who died. Do you believe that it was its ghost just like looking at you? Or do you think it yeah, was something well, else? Yeah, well, the trippiest thing about it was the black figure or whatever the hell it was mm-hmm. had this patch of white fur in the exact same place that my dog had. Okay. To me, I don't know if that's a coincidence, but to me that feels like it was my dog just there. Alright. And I would say dogs tend to stare at you sometimes while you're sleeping because they're they're very protective. And so they if yeah. it was staring at you, that that yeah, I'd yeah. Yeah, yeah. we didn't have any dogs at the time, so for that to happen, that was just out of the blue. That sounds like a real spooky thing to wake up to. So for that I will give you four points. Now, no, I I had heard Ethan's story before, but it's been a few years. But I do remember when he told me that. So there's I, there's a couple stories I haven't told you, John. So I I know I know. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some more. Uh, for me, I I know I'm not gonna give myself points, obviously, but uh, I've had a few run-ins. My sister has had a lot more. Like, so when when we where we used to live. It was, like, me and my sister's rooms were next to each other, and there was, like, a short hallway between them. And it's seen that that part of the house was the most haunted out of all of them. Because we we would... My sister would have it more often, but every now and then I would. And I guess I'll give one of mine rather than retelling of my sister's. There was a time where I was sitting in my room. Uh, I don't remember if I was sleeping... Or if I was pretending to be asleep, or if it was just in the middle of the night. It was sometime at night, I know. And my door was kind of loud when you opened it, so it could you could clearly hear it if it was being opened. Um, and so I hear my door open, and I hear someone walk into my room, not close enough to where I could see, because like my room, it had, it wasn't like a hallway, but there was like, a little short spot where I think the door was meant to be further in than it actually was. Um, But it was... So I couldn't see right next to the door from where I was. Um, So they hadn't fully walked in. They were in that area. And I could hear breathing. My dad has a broken nose. He broke his nose a long time ago, so his breathing is really heavy. It's very distinct. And I thought I heard his breathing. And then they just leave. Whatever it was, leaves. And then when I got up that morning, the door was shut. They never I'd never heard the door shut. I had originally closed the door when I went to bed, but I do know I was wide awake. There wasn't a dream. I was wide awake because I was I was on my phone. I don't think I was meant to be. <laughs> um, but I asked my dad the next morning, Hey, did you come into my room and check on me last night? He's like, No, what are you talking about? And I was like, That's a bit oh. creepy. That's interesting. But- yeah, I think you have told me that before, but I don't. Uh, I didn't remember it actually. Mm. Yeah, that one. I think I remember telling you that one, but I don't think I told Noah. Yeah, no, I'm completely new to your paranormal stories. I've heard some of Ethan's, but I've never heard yours personally, mm-hmm. John. So this will be new for me. All right, all right. Well, 
so I, I have another one. If you guys, if you really want to get chills, I this is that uh, one I told before. That was just really kind of my. That's the most tame one I've had. Right. Right. So this one, this one is kind of taking a piece from both of yours a little bit, not from like the story aspect, but from like the things that happened. So I'm downstairs. Downstairs is a big open area for me. I have my living room, which is connected to the dining room, which is connected to the kitchen with no doors. There's no doors in between those. Um, and so it's just big open area. I'm laying on the couch, which is facing the TV at the time, which was facing just a general wall. There was like, there was a window, but there was the, both doors into the house were behind me. Um, I'm laying on the couch uh, that my cat's laying on top of me. And uh, again, I think it was back then where I have I had a dog and a cat and I'm just laying there. And then again, I'm home alone. It's complete. It's, I think it's like three o'clock in the morning. It was one of those days I couldn't get sleep. Um, or whatever i couldn't i couldn't sleep for some reason and the i never believed the whole 3 a.m thing oh if you call siri at 3 a.m show it no i never believed any of that crap but this actually happened around 3 a.m and all of a sudden i hear something fall and it sounded like a plate or like a cup or something it sounded like a like a culinary utensil or something mm. and i'm like okay maybe the dog got on the counter again or something so i go out i go out to the kitchen there is nothing that could have made that sound. And this is that's not the story. But there's nothing that could have made that sound. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, where did the sound come from then? And so I go back I go back to lay on the couch. And all of a sudden, I was like I was about to watch um a YouTube video or whatever, and all of a sudden I hear creaking, like walking. And if you're in the dining room, it does make creaks basically every time you walk. And I'm hearing creaking. And I look up, and there's nothing there, obviously. And I'm like, what is going on tonight? And so I'm like, okay, if I hear if I hear or see one more thing, I'm going upstairs. And this, to this day, makes me check my doors, like the, the front and back door, 20 times before I lock it. Or like, before, or to, before I go to bed. I go, I hear one last sound, and it's a knock. And I'm like, I ain't answering that. You think I'm stupid? And so I go out, I, like, I peek around the corner. Now, no one knows this, but on the back of my door, there is a window on the back of my door with no blinds. There's no blinds to it or anything. And so when I looked out of it, it was just pure darkness. There was nothing I could see. Um, and I turn around and notice that the back door was unlocked. Now, I had locked that way before 3. I locked that around, I want to say, like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. And I know I locked it because I double checked around two or seven or eight to make sure I locked it, and it was unlocked. And at this point, I'm thinking, again, I'm thinking someone's in the house. And so I walk around. I'm like, I'm searching everything. I have a knife because, as you do, Bad. I'm walking around with a knife. And at the top of my stairs, I see my cat looking into a uh, into my brother's room. And again, his room is pitch black. She's just staring in there, and she's like. And then something makes her scared because she jumps and then hisses and then bolts away. And I'm thinking someone's in the house. I should, I like, I, but I can't, can, like, I don't want to call the police if it's just my imagination or if it's something's really weird's going on. So I go upstairs again with, with knife in hand. And I'm, I literally at the top of my lungs because they, you don't want to be like, hey, you there? No, I, I full on shouted like, hey, you there? Or like, hey, who's there? I don't know what I said. But I said something along those lines, and I I don't hear a response. 
and I'm like, I'm ar- I say I'm armed or something like that just to scare them. Um, I wasn't really. I mean, I had a knife, but I wasn't armed like with a gun. Again, I hear nothing, and so at this point, I go in the room with a flashlight, kind of ho- creepy horror game style, and I look head to toe in his room. No one's there. To this day, I have no idea. Number one, what unlocked the door. And number two, what actually scared my cat? There is nothing to this day that has scared her that much. Yeah. All right. That was that was a definitely a spooky one. And for that, uh, yes. Uh, I I my, the hairs on the top of my head were sticking up, so I will give that <laughs> extra points. To you get uh, eight points for that one. Ooh, I'll take that. Mr. Bowen over here, apparently. All right. All right. So you got another one, Noah. Yes, but before I tell this one, I want to ask you a question to the both of you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that the paranormal can physically harm, like, a person? No. I've never had it happen. I would say no. Alright. Well, this story has a little something to do with that. Okay. At the time, uh, I was around 9 or 10, and that's when I was like off and on with the paranormal activity stuff. So I like screwed around with it a lot. And on this night, I decided I wanted to try the Bloody Mary challenge or whatever the hell it was. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's going to go so, well. So I go in the bathroom and I look around and I'm like, yeah, let's go work. I've got the sink. I've got the candle. I've got a match. Or a lighter, whatever the hell I had that time. We just had whatever for playing candles. So, I'm just like, yeah, alright, later tonight, I'm gonna do it. So, I go in my room, I do whatever I, a 10-year-old does at that time. Right. Fast forward to around, like, 6.30, maybe 8 at night. Don't remember what time, but it was around that time frame. Uh, I go in the bathroom. I turn off, light. Well, actually, I turn off light, then I turn it back on, and I'm like, yeah, no, I need to see what the fuck I'm lighting. So, I turn on the light, strike the match, light the candle, then I turn off light, run the water, and I look in that mirror, and I'm just like, ooh, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? And I finally had, like, hyped myself up enough to where I was like, it's not real, nothing's gonna happen. And right as I went to go say the first words, Bloody Mary, before I even could, there was this loud bang in the bathroom. And I looked around, turned on the light, and some shampoo bottles have fallen. And I was the only one in the bathroom, like at that time. And there was no draft on the house, no nothing. And I was just like, oh shit, I've already pissed her off. So, I'm like, uh, how bad do I want to do this? Like, I don't know why, but I decided, alright, I'm going to smack myself into it. So I take my hand, smack myself, and I'm like, I got this. I turn off light again, candle's already lit, I look at that mirror, and I say, Bloody Mary. I say it two more times. And uh, nothing happens after like two minutes. I'm like, 
Okay, so it wasn't real. Mm. But what caused the shampoo balls to fall? And all of a sudden, I hear another loud bang, and I feel the sense of cold air. Like, it was warm in the bathroom due to the water being on. So, when that cold air hit me, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, in the bathroom, it must have been at least room temperature, maybe a little above that. But then this, like, you know how on a hot day when a cold breeze comes across and you're walking or you're biking or something? Yeah. It was kind of like that. But I was just standing still. So I turn on the light, I stop the water, put out the candle, and I go back to bed. I wake up the next day, and I go in the bathroom, and shampoo bottles are put up because I guess my mom and saw they fell. And then I see something strange on my right shoulder. I look on my right shoulder, like a little peek behind, and there's some scratches there. There's three individual scratches on my right shoulder. And I was like, how the hell did that get there? And then I think back to last night, and I'm like, did I get scratched by Bloody Mary? Like, am I marked? And yeah, that's basically mine. I see. I will award... Uh, I'll award seven points for that. Because you had the balls to keep going even after the uh, the shampoo fell on the floor, and you did get scratched, so I think that's worth something. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. John, you got any more? Uh, I do. Um, this one is one that my siblings always make fun of me for, but I swear to you that I experienced this exact thing. So, so, um... When me and my two older siblings, or two of my older siblings, I have three older siblings, but me, my older brother, and my older sister, um, were, when we were, like, probably the ages of four to uh, ten, I want to say, like, I was quite young, my sister's, like, four years older than me, um, and my brother's two years older. Anyway, that doesn't matter, that's just setting the scene. Uh, we would wake up, Every now, uh, we would have movie nights every now and then. But one time, we woke up in the middle, like quite quite early in the the evening, and we all woke up at the same time. So we decided to watch a movie, and we watched. Uh, I think it was Piglet's Big Movie, Winnie the Pooh. Um, we watched a lot of those sorts of movies at that around that time, uh, and so we we watched that. We finished it, and it was like probably around three a.m. This at this point, um, and. We were like, we kind of want to watch TV. We're not tired. We don't want to go back to bed. But we're going to watch TV. But we, we were like, we were good children. Uh, we had to ask. So, of course, being the youngest, they sent me to upstairs to ask. So we were down in the basement. My parents were upstairs. So they sent me to ask. And for some reason, I was a little spooked going up into the dark hallway. So I was like, I, I walked up the stairs. I looked around the corner. Like I peered around the corner. I didn't just like step out and look. I peered. And I saw what I thought was my brother, who was meant to be downstairs, coming from my that hallway. And he said, it's okay. Uh, they said yes. But I think all he said was, it's okay. And, I, and my brain took that as, oh, I guess he went ahead of me. Um, it's okay to watch 
watch TV. And so we go downstairs, we start watching, and my dad uh, comes in. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I, I went to get water, and you, you guys are watching TV. It's the middle of the night. Why aren't you, why, you didn't ask for permission. And I was like, but, but my brother, Josh, Josh, uh, my brother, he, he went up there, and he told me it's all right. He's like, I never went up there. And they never believed me that I saw my brother up there. But I swear that I did. And I don't know if that was like a ghost, but that's what I think it was. Huh. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I, I, if I was the judge, I'd give you a lot of points for that one. Because that's like, I mean, the thing is, though, is you're, you were super young. So hallucinations can, are like more likely to happen when you're right. that young. And it was but in the middle of the night. was, like, talking to you? Yeah, like, like it, it straight up said, I, I remember c- distinctively it saying, it's okay. So, it just said, it's okay? Yeah. And I guess at the time that, that I took that as, um, it's okay to watch TV, because that's, that's the, uh, uh, you know, situation we were in. And so he's like, it's okay. You asked him. I don't know why I, he, I didn't see him go up, but I didn't question it. But I'm thinking maybe it's like it's okay because I saw him. He didn't want me to be scared. Cause, you know, some ghosts they're, they're not they're not so bad. They just they just live in their afterlife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they. they... So, I I have another one, and I I I haven't said this to anyone, mm-hmm. and Ooh. I kept this from Noah actually specifically because this happened while me and him were at uh, together in the same room. Okay. Wait. Wait. So, yeah, no, I'll explain. So a while back, um, <clears throat> back before, like we had like we started getting renovations for our house, and so like uh, before then, uh, me and Noah would like he would come over to my house and we'd hang out and play games and stuff. Um, since then, we had like we're gonna be moving a little bit too, so we'd like there's not much time. Plus, we just play games online. But back then, he used to come over, and this one time, he asked if he could like um, I forgot who asked who, but he asked if he could stay uh, the night. And I'm like, yeah, it, it worked out, so he was able to stay the night. And I, fr- like, basically, he fell asleep on the couch. I fell asleep in a sleeping bag on the floor or whatever. And basically, we fell asleep to. I think we were doing like, uh, like relationship tests because we were just curious. Uh, he ended up falling asleep. He he fell he fell asleep on me because I was asking the questions. I'm like, okay, he's asleep, so I'm gonna just finish the test and I'll go to sleep too. I go to sleep and I wake up in the middle of the night. He's still sleeping. Um, um, basically I'm facing the wall. I'm facing a wall that's toward, I'm not facing him. I'm facing a wall that has a window. Um, I, I look up, I look on my phone. It's like four o'clock in the morning or something. And I'm like, great. I hope I can go back to sleep. I did. I did end up going back to sleep, but not before I turn over to Noah and see a figure standing above him. It's just like this black figure that like the entire room was black. Cause it was like, it was night and there was no lights on, but I saw this darker, somehow darker thing of black that looked like a figure. It, it had a weird head, but other than that, it, lo- it, had a, it looked like a, fi- like a person standing right behind the couch that Noah was sleeping on. And I didn't see any eyes. I didn't see anything like, like I didn't see any facial features. I didn't see any hair or anything. I just saw this dark figure. And I'm, I'm just, I just stare at it because I don't know what to do. Like, he's right there. And I'm thinking, because I, I, in my mind, again, for every time I see, like, a ghost scenario, I think there's someone in the house. So I'm thinking, I'm, like, running through my mind, did we lock the door? Did we, like, check the windows? Like, well, that kind of stuff. And then I conclude to myself, yes, I locked the door as I checked the stuff. 
And plus, if this was actually a robber, they wouldn't be standing there just staring at me. Um, and I'm, I'm just, and I was just sitting there, like, or laying there, just like, I don't know what to do. I do I wake Noah up and say, "Hey, there's someone looking at you," or something like that. I, like, I just let him sleep, and I watched that thing like a hawk for about 20 minutes. I want to say, and it didn't move. I didn't move. Nothing happened. And then I wake up the next morning. I think, I think Noah woke up a little bit before I did. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, I wake up and I see that it's not there and there's no trace of anything. There's no trace that someone was in the house, obviously. And so everything was fine. It was just that moment of like, who's watching him? Like, <laughs> why are they watching him? Like that kind of stuff. Um, cause I don't know who that was. And again, there's still no explanation. I don't think, no, we did have a dog at the time, but I don't think she was downstairs. So I, yeah, but it was just really creepy. Cause I'm just sitting there like. I don't know what to do. It's like, do I just go to sleep? Do I wake him up? I, and I kept that from him because I didn't like, I didn't, I thought I was hallucinating. Uh, but now that you're bringing up ghosts, I feel like that might've been one. Right. What the fuck? Right. You fucking let me sleep with a motherfucker over me. Mate, I'm telling you, it didn't do anything, clearly. So, did you so, see it leave at, at any point, or did it just, I like... never saw it leave. I woke up, and it was gone. It was not there when I woke up. And I I think, again, I think I said Noah woke up before me. Mm-hmm. He never claimed to see anything either, so I don't know. But I woke up at, like, four, and I just saw it, and I stared at it like a hawk. Nothing moved. Nothing in the environment was moving. Right? right and right. so it was just a very, very still, almost like an image. And it was just there. And I never saw it leave. I fell asleep accidentally. I was actually trying to just stare at it, but I, th- I fell asleep accidentally. And uh, I also did what Noah did in his thing where he rubbed his eyes. I rubbed my eyes just to make sure I'm not hallucinating. It was still there. Mm. And so, I don't know. I don't know what that thing was. Okay. Well, uh, for that story, I'll award, let's say, like, six points. Because it, it was creepy. I think it was a little creepier than your first story, but not as creepy as your second story. And yeah, that's. It. I mean, I have one. I have a couple more since we're still going, but oh, I, good, I, good. I want Noah to go next. We have, we have plenty of time Christ. left. Like sleeping at your place again? Holy shit! Yeah, that's why that. I didn't tell you that. Maybe after renovations, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we got another. All right, go right ahead. So this happened, and I want to say the summer of my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I've always been off and on with um, paranormal activity and screwing around with it. Right. I've ever, I've always been like that ever since I was younger. But I went over to one of my friends' houses uh, for like a party or something. I don't really, really remember what. And I saw that he had a Ouija board, and I was like, "Yo, can I borrow that?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, go for it." So yeah, let me borrow the Ouija board for like six months, and in that period, I used it two times. Right. But the f- the first time, nothing happened. The second time, that's that's where shit hit the fan. So I, he gave me the Ouija board, and it was like two months after I asked to borrow it that I finally decided, all right, I'm gonna use it. Like after the first time. And I look up, like, rules for the Ouija board and, like, shit like that, because I was new to it. 
and well, it didn't come in the damn box. So I look him up. It says like rule one: you must have both hands on it, on like the piece that moves around. Mm. I think rule two was you cannot play alone. And rule three was I think I don't remember. You have to say goodbye. Mm, yep. Yeah. So, I don't remember if those are totally correct. I think the third one was... I don't remember. The third one is correct, because Phasmophobia has that thing, too, where you have to say goodbye, otherwise it kills you. Right. So, on this night, I was like, okay, soldiers still fight a friend. I went over to a friend's house, and I was like, hey, you want to do this? And she was like, um, my grandmother doesn't really like that. You're going to have to do that by yourself. And I'm like, alright, screw you. <laughs> so, I go home, and later that night, I'm just sitting there looking at the board, and I'm like, ugh, I want to do it. So, and at the time, I was on this call called a House Party. It was this app where it's basically like FaceTime just for Samsung if you didn't have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I was on there with a couple friends, and I was like, yo, guys, I'm going to do this Ouija board. And they're like, haha, that's fake. And I'm like, yeah, I've seen some shit. So, I go, and I say whatever the fuck you're supposed to say. First time, nothing happens. Second time, I give it another try, make sure I did everything right. And... I felt it start to move. And at first I was like, oh, maybe my mind is playing a trick on me. But then uh, I felt the room get cold, and I was like, okay, no, I'm good. (laughs) And I forgot what question I asked it, but it said yes. And I was like, okay, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign, Jesus Christ. And my friends were like, come on, you're bullshitting us. And I'm like, hmm. I'm not, I'm not, it's cold. Before I could even ask the second question, I look up and to my left, and my room was fairly small. And it was like big enough I could live in it and have some furniture, but it wasn't that big. Right. And the way the roof was, it was slanted, so and the far left corners you couldn't really stand there especially if you were someone tall so when I look over to this back left corner and I see this tall black figure I look and I'm like is that right I rub my eyes I look he's still there and I'm like what the fuck like no this can't be real I look away for a second, and he moved. He went from that corner to my window. And my window faced a streetlight, so there was always some kind of light coming in. And when he was there, I was like, I... It it felt like it was so real, because when he was standing in front of that window, I couldn't see the streetlight coming in, like he was holding out the streetlight. Which made it dark in my room, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I turned on a lamp, 
I look again, he's still there. And I eventually say goodbye to whatever spirit I was on the Ouija board with. I look again, and I'm just staring at him now. I look, he almost looks like Slenderman, just not in the suit. But it looks like it forms that kind of way. Mm-hmm. I looked to see if there was like a face. There's no face. And the most I could make out was like a nose. Or something close to that. Kind of like um, Voldemort's nose almost. Was like yeah. Just kind of like two air holes. And I tell my friends like what's going on. And they're like, oh, we don't believe you. I turn on the camera. Well, I flip around the camera so I can show them. They look and they're like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, but I'm seeing this. And they're like, you got to be lying. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm not lying. So me being me, I'm like, okay, you want me to prove it? I grab a knife because uh, I have a bad knife. Yes, I'm like Markiplier. Right. And I go... I grab it, and I'm holding this knife tight. Like, my knuckles are white holding it. It's just in case it's somehow a real person, which I highly doubt, but still. So I stand up, I walk over, and I go plunge the knife into him, and I stab my wall. And I remember just backing away, looking at him, and before, there were just no eyes. There were no eyes. And they were red. And I couldn't tell if he was pissed. Or I mean, you, just, okay or you stabbed him. I would be pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the red eyes are a pretty good indication. You know? So, I grab my phone. I fucking run out of my room. Downstairs, out of the house. And I was the only one home. I run out and I'm just like, What the fuck did I do? After like 15 minutes of running around town, I come back home. I go upstairs. He's not there anymore. But I go over to where he was standing. And to this day, I don't know how it happens, but I look. And there was a small pool of blood that was like the size of two quarters. Mm. That's what I've got. All right, that story, that was something. I I will uh I award that. Wait, before I award points, you two have one more story. That is yes. Uh, I have a. I just remembered a good one. Uh, right. That's I think scarier than the second one because it happened outside. No, do you have another story after that one? Yes, sir. All right. So then, for the last two stories, I won't say. Uh, the points, but for that one, I will say that that deserves ten points for uh, the spook factor, the bravery of stabbing this creature, um, and yeah, ten ten points I think is awarded for that one. So I, uh, before you finish with your last two stories, I would say I have a story. Um, this didn't happen to me personally, but it happened to my sister. Uh, I mentioned before, mine and my sister's room were like on the same side of the house, and the, there's a short hallway between them. And my sister and uh, my sister's a night owl, just like I am. So they were up late, 
uh, it was, she, I think she said it was around midnight, and they heard some, like, staticky noise. And so, for a little background, we have this record player that also acts as a radio. Like, we had it for a while. Um, so, she heard a staticky noise, and at first she thought it was the shower. And she's like, well, that's a little weird. Uh, I'm, no one else really takes midnight showers like me. So, they, they look go outside of the room and they see that the record player is on, the, the radio part of the record player. This, that's what the static noise was. But it was set to a like channel that she never set, set it to. And it was just, it was staticking. She could hear like bits of voices like from the radio, but she couldn't hear anything particular. And so she turns it off and she goes back to bed. And at some point, I believe this was the same night, she had a hanger fly out of nowhere at her. Mm. Now, I don't know if those two events are connected, but I'm willing to bet that they are. That's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. How? Huh. And she says she has a lot of stories like that. Like, one time she heard my brother, you know, walking down the hall whistling... And then they went into a room, and this was when she was supposed to be sleeping, so she like quickly put her, she was said she was reading at the time, so she put a book away, she pretended to be asleep, and my brother um, walks into the room, walks up to the hall, to the closet, and just like looks into her closet, and after a few minutes leaves. And then she's like, what the heck, why did he just walk into my room? So she got up, and she asked him, he's like, hey, were you just in my room? He's like, no, I just went to the bathroom. I was never in your room. Huh. Her. So apparently, ghosts like to disguise themselves as my brothers. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very ghosts, prominent in your family. I think ghosts like to disguise themselves as anyone and everything, actually. Mm. Well, right. I have. So this one, I'm going to give you the context, Evelyn, but this one, I blocked out of my mind. And I don't, I like, I just remembered this now that we're talking about it. But I blocked this out of my mind, and this is because I never went to a summer camp after this happened. Jesus. This, that's how bad this is. So I'm, I'm just recalling all the events. I'm, um, so, I was around 10 or 11. I was, I forgot what grade that is, but I was around 10 and 11, and I went to the summer camp for a month. <clears throat> now, for the first half of the month, there was no problems. It was just like, we went fun, we went kayaking, we went, uh... Uh, like, mini hunting. We didn't hunt for, like, deer or anything, but we were, like, uh, hunting for squirrels and stuff. We, um, had, like, a bonfire. We, like, all this other stuff you do while camping. Now, to put the scene in, this camp was, there was a big patch of grass surrounded by a forest. And the big patch of grass is kind of where the bonfire was, where we did some of our activities. The forest is where the cabins were. Now... I had a cabin with all the boys, because obviously they were separating the boys and the girls. Uh, but there was two cabins of boys, and two I think it was two or three cabins of girls. Um, and essentially, I was in the first cabin. The first cabin is the farthest down from the patch of grass. It's the farthest that you have to walk. And um, basically, the rule of the camp was you're not allowed to go to the bathroom unless you bring a friend, uh, obviously, so you don't get lost. And one night, I'm like, oh, crap, I should have went. And I, I really should have. I I didn't go to the bathroom, and I went to sleep. Woke up around, like, 2 o'clock in the morning or something. I didn't have a phone at the time, but I just assumed it was, like, re- a weird time of the night. And I wake up one of my friends that I had made throughout the journey of the camp or whatever. 
And this was, I want to point out, this was like the last week of the camp. Um, and so I wake my friend, I'm like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom, can you, do you mind coming with me? And of course, he's like, yeah, of course, uh, let me just get uh, my shoes on and bring the flashlights. And you had to bring a flashlight, too. Um, and we, we walk out of the cabin, and we start making our way up to the bathrooms, which, by the way, the bathrooms were closer near the patch of grass. Um, and it's not by, I don't mean a patch of grass as in, like, a really small one. It was a pretty big patch of grass. Like, it was half the size of a football, football field, I'd say. And we start walking up, and we're like, of course, my young self is, like, looking around the trees, making sure no one's following us or anything. And we're having this, we're having this pleasant conversation. It's like, I don't know what we were talking about. I can't remember that part. We were just talking about something, um, that I was enjoying, because I was, in, I was really invested in the conversation. All of a sudden, and this, this freaked me out. All of a sudden, I hear it was a girl. It was a girlish voice. She said it was something like "run" or "watch" or something like that. And I'm like, "Dude, did you just hear that?" And my friend turned. I'm, I'm expecting him to be like, "No, what are you talking about?" He turns to me and saying, "Yeah, you heard that too." And I, I, my bones are chilling right now. And I, I look behind me with the flashlight. I'm like, I look all around. And I'm like, I don't see anything. I think we're imagining things. So we keep walking. And then all of a sudden, I hear this big snap of a tree branch. And, and it was like behind us where we were going. And I turn around, both of us turn around, because that's how I knew he heard it too. He turns around, he points the flashlight at this broken branch that was just behind us that we had just walked past. And I'm thinking, what? There's, there's no bears out here. There's no, like, it's like a squirrel couldn't have broken, because it was a pretty decent sized branch. And there's no, like, squirrel that would, like, even with force, I don't think a squirrel could have done that. And at this point, we're, like, we're, like, running, basically. We're not running, but we're, like, basically borderline jogging to the restrooms. So we actually do manage to get to the restrooms. I go to the bathroom. He's outside watching uh, to make sure no one else is following us or anything. Because we were full on set that someone was following us. And then I go out of the bathroom, and we start walking back. This is the reason I never went to a summer camp again. As we're walking down back to the trail, we right where the trail, because you, you have to follow the trail. If you go off the trail, you're going to get lost. On the trail, there was this really small figure in black. And I noticed that she had, she was holding something. It was a girl because there was hair. She was holding something. And then all of a sudden, she started singing. And it was the, I don't remember what she was singing. It, it was something along the lines of like, um, I can see behind you. There, I know there's like I, something about something being behind us. And my, me and my, I turned to my friend. I'm like, do we walk up to her? Do we go back? Like, what do we do? And he's like, no, dude, we have to go back. We, or no, not no, we don't have to go back. We have to no, we have to keep going. I don't even think she's there. And I'm like, you see her too, though, right? She's right there. And he's like, yeah, I see her, but I don't think she's actually there. And I'm like, how? <laughs> she's singing. She's singing right to us. And so I grab a rock and I chuck it at her. Right? And I see that it goes right past her. And I'm like, oh, crap, I missed. Um, and he's like, uh, he's like, dude, you got her. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That clearly missed. I went right past her. He's like, no, I saw that right, I saw that go right through her. And I'm just thinking, we must be tripping. Like, we must be, like, going nuts right now. And then, <laughs> this, this is why. This is why I never returned to that. Not specifically this camp. This is why I'm never going camping. I start to hear running. Not from in front of us. The girl was just still standing there. I started to hear running from behind us. And we don't, we did, both of us heard it, and we didn't even look back. We just ran. 
And both of us, this was stupid, but both of us split up. I went to the right of the girl, he went to the left. And he goes, he, both of us go off the path. I make it to the cabin, because I went to the right, he went to the left. I make it to the cabin, and I'm not even kidding. I waited 30 minutes for my friend to come back. And he says, like, when he got back, he was like, dude, where'd you go? I, like, I, like, I'm like, I went to the cabin. And he's like, no, I just saw you at the restroom again. I'm like, dude, I was never at the restroom. Me, me and you were both just at the restroom. I couldn't have been there. And he's like, no, dude, I seriously saw you. You were calling out to come back that way. I'm like, dude, trust, I pinky promise you right now, I was never over there. And both of us never slept that night. Like, we got, like we were just stone cold awake, watching the door of the cabin. We actually, I think, ended up waking up everyone else. And, of course, no one believed us. But, like, we were, we woke up everyone, I think, and... I was just terrified that entire night. I could not sleep a wink. I was stone cold, just sitting there. I couldn't do anything. It was like, and I, I asked him, uh, I think later in the trip, I'm like, Are, were you trolling me? Were you actually serious? He's like, no, dude, I swear on my, he had someone that died. I forgot who he said, but I, he sweared on that person's grave. And he's like, dude, I swear to you, you were standing at the restroom calling my name and telling me to follow you that way. And, and I asked him, well, why didn't you? And he said because he he said because someone was chasing him and he didn't he didn't want to listen. Something along the lines of that I I might be making up what the guy what my friend said, but essentially that was the most horrific experience. And I I I told the counselor there was a couple counselors but I told my counselor, and she's like no one should have been out that night. We were watching over the girl cabin. No one left that night. No one should have been out there with you. And me and my friend are both like no. There was at least two people out there. The girl and the uh, whoever was running at us, mm. and they're like, "Are you sure it wasn't an animal?" And then I take them to where we heard the running, and there and it was muddy. There were muddy footprints of like a big shoe, like a, a big male shoe, in the footprints. Like like it was like in the mud, I would say. And the counselor called like a meeting, and they're like, "Hey, was anyone out last night? Because you really scared the crap out of these two guys." And everyone was so stone silent. They were like, no, no one left. Um, and then my friends, uh, the other people that were in our cabin was like, oh yeah, they're probably just trolling everyone. So of course no one believed us. Uh, but the only, the only reason the counselors believed us was because there were big footsteps in the, in the mud. And the only guy counselor that was there was uh, like in the other cabin and he never left either. And so I, to this day, me and my friend, I don't, I don't keep in contact with them anymore because we were like 11 or 12 and I never got his number or anything. Mm. Um, but to this day, we had no freaking clue what we, what even happened. They were like, we thought we were tripping the entire time. Like until the morning, we had no evidence that something happened that night until we saw the footprints and we're like, yeah, that's, that's not good. So that's a half ghost story, half kidnapper story. I don't know. Maybe we would have got kidnapped. I don't know what happened, but yeah, yeah that's, that's that's my story. That's spooky for sure. Um, I don't think I've had experience quite like that before. I mean, that, that's spooky. I was I I almost pee, I almost peed myself. I might have actually. If I was eleven or twelve, I might have. I mean, you did have to go to the bathroom at the time. It makes sense. <laughs> well, like I said, it's used the bathroom to the way to the cabin again. Yeah, it's the it's the way back that made me not want to. I, I again, I I can't prove this by any means. But, like, I have never gone to a camp like that ever again. Alright. And now, Noah, do you have another story? Yes, actually, I have two more. One is a 
smaller one, and the other is a, if a bigger one. Oh, I only get one, because I only, only got get one. one. Yeah. So, besides, we don't really have a whole lot more time for two more stories, so just uh, one. Gosh, that's true. Alright, so I guess I'll go for the big one. Mm. So, one day, um, this is back when I was like nine, maybe eight, possibly even ten around that age. And I was still living in New Mexico, and at the time, I don't know why, but I decided, hey, I'm going to be a Boy Scout. So I was a Boy Scout with one of my friends. And he actually was like my childhood friend. His name was Henry. Really great guy. I actually still have contact with him. And um, we both recall this night every now and then, because we like to talk about it. But on this night, we went over to his place. Well, we were at his place, just having a campground in the backyard. And we did what you would normally do at like eight, nine, or ten, just talking about random things, stupid crushes that didn't really matter, and just doing the normal things. Then all of a sudden, as we were talking in the tent or whatever the hell it was, we heard this loud bang outside. Now, in his backyard, and it was like a small backyard, it wasn't big, but it was small enough you could have like a fire pit and a tent. So, when we heard this loud bang, it shook us because there wasn't anything metal around. I guess our fire pit was basically like a hole with some sticks in it, and that was basically it. So, when we heard it, and it sounded like metal clanging together, we were, we just came outside, we looked, and we were like, what the hell was that? So, we go back to what we were doing. We didn't think to investigate it because we just thought, alright, just something weird. And I remember, as we were talking about something, he was saying something, some, you know, something long. But as he was talking, I heard this voice in my ear that was just saying, you should go outside. You should take a walk in the woods tonight. And it's whispering all these little things, and I'm like, what the hell? And Henry looks at me and he's like, did you just hear, like, the little voice? And I'm like, you heard that too? And he looks at me like, yeah, what the hell? And I'm like, I, I don't know. So we both look at each other, each other, like, scared of shit. And we just think, okay, we're gonna be alright. We know that this isn't real. Nothing's gonna happen. We're gonna be okay. So we proceed to talk, not think anything of it. And then I hear the voice again, and it's saying something about. I don't remember what it was saying, but it was saying something along the lines of, you should go outside. And I only remember the voice because it sounded like a 12 year old's voice. And I look at 12-year-old guy's voice, like a 12-year-old girl's voice. And it stuck with me because it was so distinct that and creepy. Like, it almost sounded like those two little girls from, um, 
Nightmare on Elm Street where they're singing about Freddy. Like, it almost sounded like that. And the whole time it's whispering, I'm just thinking, it's gotta be real, it's gotta be real, it's gotta be real. Eventually, it stops. And we go outside, uh, reluctantly, but we sit around the fire pit, start a fire because we learned how to do that. And we're cooking s'mores. Then all of a sudden, well, uh, before that, Henry goes outside to his mom and to talk to her about something. So it's just me outside, and like his house was away from everyone else's. So neighbors were like at least a half mile away. So when I heard my name being called, I was like, what the hell? Like, it felt so weird. And I just kept hearing my name being called, and I'm like, okay, this is gotta stop. So he goes inside, and I'm like, Henry, are you calling me? And he's like, no. And I'm like, but someone out there is calling me. And he's like, what? No one's calling you. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So, uh, we go back outside, shake it off again. Uh, we cook some s'mores and some hot dogs because, well, American boys. Anyway, uh, as we're sitting around the campfire, it's now like 7, maybe 8 at night. Probably the latest, 8.30. And we're told to be in bed by 9. So, as we're sitting around the campfire, he's like, Hey, you want to tell a spooky story? And I'm like, after all the weird shit that's happened today, no thank you. And he's like, alright. And I remember out of the corner of my eye, I saw this figure. Like, is this little girl. And it wasn't like the normal 12-year-old little girl. It was like a fucking baby. Just looking at me. It was white dress. And I'm just looking at it like, Huh? Henry looks at me, and then he looks that direction. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know. And we're just looking at it, and we don't know what to do. Eventually, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna throw something at it. And I tell Henry this, and he looks at me, and he says, don't do that, you're gonna piss it off. And I'm like, but what if it's not even there? And we're just somehow imagining and imagining it and seeing it at the same time. And he's like, fine. So I grab a stick we're using, and I chuck it at this little girl, and I see, like Ethan, I went past her. And I'm just like, damn, I missed. Give me your sick. Henry looks at me and he's like, uh, that went through her head. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure I missed. And he's like, no, it went right through her head. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And all of a sudden, I just hear what sounds like a chainsaw revving up. Like, almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of. And I just hear a chainsaw rev, and I'm like, what the hell? Me and Henry both look at each other, and we're like, get, get the hell inside.
we both go inside, we tell his mom we're fucking, like, out of proportion, just blabbing at her that there's someone out there with a chainsaw and there's a creepy little baby. And she's like, okay, okay. She goes outside with a shotgun, like a double barrel. And she just goes outside. She looks and she's like, guys, there's nothing. And then we're all inside the house now. And collectively, me, Henry, and his mom, we all hear this loud bang. It sounded like someone had shook the whole house, because it was like a normal house, it was like a trailer kind of house. But it sounded like someone had shook it and crunched it a little. And we all just looked at each other like, nope, we're out. I went back home, and I never stayed over at that fucker's house again. Um, just just one question. You saw this baby, and your first instinct was to throw a stick through its face? I didn't, I didn't mean to throw the stick through its face, I meant to throw the stick at it. Well, My aim was horrible as a child. I, I don't want to be that guy, but your story has very a lot of similarities to my story that I just told. Did you, like, make that up on the fly as you were listening to mine? No, but was there a chainsaw noise in yours? Yeah, but that's one That's one thing out of, like, the other 50 things I was listing that were uh, very similar to mine. Yours had, like, uh, okay. woods, yours had woods near you. You had a girl. You had, uh, like, someone chasing you. You had, like... I did think there was a similarity. Your first instinct wait, was wait, to throw wait. something at it. No one chased us. Like, we didn't hear anyone chase us. We heard the rev of a chainsaw, and we decided, all right, fuck it, we're running. So I'm just saying, I was right. listening to that story, and I could, I was just listing off a lot of things that were similar. You had a guy with you that was also seeing it. I don't know. I've heard all I need to hear. I'm gonna tell you the points, and we'll see who won. I actually don't know because I can't do math. Oh my lord, <laughs> that's great. Um, I, I got a calculator, so we're good. All right, well, while John's doing that, guys, have you heard of uh, Jeebins Feebins on Twitch? I don't think you have, and if you haven't, you probably should go check him out. He's a really interesting guy that, you know, kind of does some, uh, he does, like, this weird, uh, he does weird challenges on Twitch. He does these, like, games. I think one of them's called Hearts Kingdom. I'm not sure. Um, but, like, yes. yeah, so you should go check it out. Right. And, uh, really sucking off the judge over here. No, I'm, well, I, you don't have anything to link. I was going to do you, too, but you don't have anything either. Ah, uh, okay. Alright, I have tallied up the points. And by three points... Ethan is the winner. Yeah. I tried to do it fair. I tried to do it as fair as possible, and you were all—you were both really close, until the end, and where the last story, Ethan, I awarded ten points, and I awarded Noah five points because it was very similar. I'm not saying you stole it off of him, but it was very similar to his story, and you know it wasn't as spooky. I should have done the other one, damn it. Yeah, you should have, but you didn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's so passive-aggressive. like, yeah, you could have, but you didn't. So, you lost. <laughs> so uh, either do you have a um, winner's speech? A winner's speech? Well, that's stealing off of the Shrek. No, it's not. Um, so my, I guess my winning speech is, yeah, I, ghosts are pretty interesting. And I, I I, don't believe in the whole, like, Ouija board thing. I've never done it, but I, I've seen people do it. And there's always one person in the group that's trying to move it. 
But like, I do believe in that. I do believe heavily that animals can see ghosts. I fully believe that that animals can see stuff that we can't. I don't know if they have like super extra night vision that can see ghosts, but I've caught my cat and dog staring at stuff that wasn't there. There was no spiders. There was no flies. It was just staring. And sometimes they'll even track something that's not there, and it's just really creepy. But yeah, I, I, I liked all the stories that we told. All of them were pretty creepy, not gonna lie. Um, so yeah, I guess that'd, that'd be my winner speech. Alright.